Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Baked. And today is an abbreviated solo cast, and I am talking about UFC Fight Night 178, Covington versus Woodley, and this little individual abbreviated Woken Bake is brought to you by Iron Asylum located at 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. They are open 24 hours a day and for more information give them a call at 907-953-4720. You can set yourself up with a super duper sweet ass appointment to go check out the gym, get a tour, check out the facilities and uh, maybe even get a quick workout in. I don't know. Yeah, that's on you. What you do while you're there is up to you. I do a lot of stretching at this point. All right, so UFC Fight Night 178 Covington versus Woodley is uh, headlined by Colby Covington and Tyra Woodley. And we'll get to that fight in just a few minutes. We're going to start kind of at the bottom of the main card before we get there. Mackenzie Dern versus Random Marcos. Mackenzie Dern is a jiu-jitsu wizard, wizard witch. I don't know what you would call a female wizard, but whatever that is, she is that in jiu-jitsu. Her father is Megatondonis, uh, he is a world champion, and he raised a daughter who is also a savage. Now, her last loss was against um, Amanda Rebus. Now, Amanda Rebus is going on a tear, but Again, that was her last loss, and that was October 2019. Since then, she's uh, gone on to win by submission against Hannah Cyphers, and uh, her opponent, Randa Marcos, coincidentally, also, her last loss was against Amanda Rebus, and that was her last fight. Now, again, Amanda Rebus has been on a tear, and so it's interesting that mutually their last loss is against a woman who is a badass. That being said, we'll see how this fight goes. I, I'll go ahead and say that Mackenzie Dern will probably pull out a submission win, um, probably probably early on while they're still dry. Um, it, it's sort of like uh, fighting a, a, a heavy puncher, you know, a, a heavy striker. If they are, who doesn't have good cardio, by the way. I don't know how Mackenzie Dern's cardio is. Her loss, her singular loss, was a decision loss. Um, so I don't know how her cardio, uh, her how her cardio is. But that being said, if she gets a hold of uh, Random Marcos while she's dry, it's going to be a really short night for both of them. And I would assume that Mackenzie Dern would pull off the submission. Will it be something really cool, like some flying knee bar or heel hook or something? Who knows? But I imagine it'll be something cool. Moving on, we've got Johnny Walker and Ryan Spann. Uh, Ryan Spann doing his thing, moving up. Johnny Walker moving down. He's in a two-fight skid. Um, now, some of you who've been paying attention to Johnny Walker for a while rem will remember the hype. will remember the sounds and the talk and the chatter that he might be the next John Jones. They had very similar structures. Physically, they looked very, very similar. And they had some very cool... Uh, wins. They had some very cool knockouts. Uh, that being said, um, his last two fights were losses. Um, I'll, I'll sell. I'll be comfortable. I'll comfortably say that I think that Johnny Walker takes this. It's definitely kind of a do or die. We're figuring out who he is. He's got back-to-back -back losses, and he needs a win. 
and makes him particularly dangerous against a guy like Ryan Spann. Nothing against Ryan Spann, but he's 18-5. He, though, is on a tear. He beat the uh, recently retired Antonio Rogerio Noguera. He beat Devin Clark. He beat Sam Alvey. He is, he's on a tear. He's looking at, I believe it's an eight-fight win streak going into this. So Johnny Walker has to win. Um, Ryan Spann moves up dramatically with this particular win, even if it's a guy coming off of two losses, if for nothing else than the Johnny Walker hype. That being said, I'm a fan of Johnny Walker. I think that this um, this is a, a fight that really for him he has to win, and so I'll go ahead and go with him on that one. Um, moving up, we have Shazmat Kameev. I always butchered that dude's name, but he's excited. He's really exciting to watch. Another, uh, another kind of Russian cat coming out of Sweden. He's 8-0. His last two fights were against Rince McKee and John Phillips, and they were within like a week and a half of each other. So this dude has never gone past the second round, um, and he's just vicious. He came into the UFC uh, after fighting in Brave and has just been on a tear. Um, so we'll see how this goes uh, against... Uh, Gerald uh, Mirsart, a guy who's got a lot, a whole lot of, um, of, of history. He's got a long record, uh, and it's kind of spotty. Uh, he's got wins against uh, Trevor Gillis uh, and losses against Eric Anders and Ian Henswich. Um, but if you're looking at the, pro the most of the names on this guy's record, um, when it comes to folks with names, guys like Sam Alvey, uh, he's got losses. So it's it's pretty interesting uh, to see what will happen in this fight, but I've got to go uh, with Chasmet. All right, I think that um, this is really uh, another star-making performance for him looking into it. He's just been a vicious human being, and he's got the Habib beard. you got to be scared of any dude that has that Habib beard, you know, that no mustache, I got nothing to lose, and I'm willing to die for my cause beard. He's got that, okay? And when you watch him fight, you get the feeling that he is also uh, not afraid to die in that ring. And I think that's something that makes him particularly dangerous. However, as a consumer of fights, makes him damn entertaining. He's also fighting a guy with a, a spotty record, 31 and 13. He's got a lot of fights, but he's got uh, more losses than Chazmat has, has wins. And so... There's, you know, there's something to be said about having a lot of mileage and have taken some of those losses. Um, now, moving up. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I give it to, to Chasmat in, uh, in the first round. I'll, I'll go with the first round. Uh, Donald Cerrone, Nico Price. Uh, Donald Cerrone, another fighter with a long record, 38-15, and 15, fighting Nico Price, 14-4. and four. Um, You know, like, Donald Cerrone's not been looking great lately. His last five fights have been losses. I believe it's five fights. I want to make sure of that. Um, but yeah, we're okay. So I'm sorry. Four fight, four fight losses. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor, and Anthony Pettis. Now the fight against Pettis was a decision, but before that, man, it was it was knockouts. It was head kick knockouts. It was doctor stoppage. So in a very very real way, you have a guy who's been incredibly active in Donald Cerrone but who never, you know, can never make it 
count when it really, really matters. Now, he did go on a crazy tear from 2013 to 2015, but even then, that's still, you know, seven to five years ago, all right? Uh, the last time he put together, like, a, a real heavy streak. Now, he did go uh, three in a row against uh, Mike Perry, Alexander Hernandez, and Ally Aquinta. However, that's going back uh, to, to 2019, May 2019, since he had his last win. He stepped in the octagon four times since then, and he's gotten the L every single time. Nico Price, on the other hand, he's doing all right. He's, uh, his last loss was against Vincenzo Luque. Uh, back in May, and Vincenze looked crazy in that fight, and that was a doctor stoppage. But his wins uh, are against guys like Tim Means, James Vick, Randy Brown, George Sullivan. But another one of those guys that when it you know he needs a win, um, but this win, but if he loses, it's not it's not detrimental to his career in life. Donald Cerrone, if he loses this fight really, really needs to consider what he's going to do with the rest of his life. Is he going to sell more of those P3 protein packs? Probably. That's probably what he's going to need to do. He'll Maybe he'll be a commentator. Maybe he'll sell motorcycles. I don't know. But if he takes a loss in this fight, okay, then he really needs to consider what it is that he is going to do with the rest of his life. Because, man, um, he's taken some serious losses from some serious contenders. And I got the feeling watching the Pettis fight that Pettis could have, you know, made that uh, a knockout as well. All right, moving on to the main event. This is really interesting, and it's one of those fights that I have no idea why is on an ESPN Plus card. Uh, why it's on? Uh, why this is available on ESPN? This is a kind of fight that should have been on the main card um, at a pay per view. This is that caliber of fight. This is a fight with really, really serious title implications in Colby Covington, excuse me, Colby Covington and Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley is the former champion. Colby Covington's last loss was against the current champion, uh, Kamaru Usman. In fact, both of them, uh, they have their last loss against uh, Kamaru Usman. Now, they do have some very similar uh, opponents in Robbie Lawler, um, you know, guys like Damian Maya. Um but when you're talking about a guy like Tyron Woodley, who was the champion for um, such a, a long time, and he was um, very much a, a, a decisive champion, like he he won his fights um, by by you know either either Bravo choke um, with uh, an oversized high, um, Darren Till um, or you know. I, I'm sorry, I take it back. He's coming off losses too. Gilbert Burns. It totally slipped my mind. Um, yeah, unanimous decision against Gilbert Burns. Uh, he he has to win. And I think that the key to his success in this fight is going to be fighting um, like he's like he knows he's he might die in this cage. And if he treats this fight like he is uh, facing impending doom against a guy like Colby Covington, and that he has to win, um, then he'll win, all right? I think that if he can land one of those those ridiculous uh, Robbie Lawler, uh, you know, touches on the chin, then then he's golden. Then he's, I mean, not only is he, he going to be, continue to be the champ, or he 
he will be back in title contention, absolutely. He loses, he's out of any any title talk ever again. Kamaru Usman has his fight with Gilbert Burns coming up. But if he can get past Colby Covington, then I think that he's easily the guy that goes into the slot if one of them gets hurt or uh, for the next fight. Tyron Woodley was a dominant champion. He had some very, very good fights. Uh, I don't care what you say against the, about the two fights versus Stephen Thompson. That was a chess match. Those were both chess matches. Um, and uh, I was excited at both of those because either one of those guys uh, was one punch or one kick away uh, from becoming the champion or retaining their belt. They were very, very good fights. Now, with that being said, he needs a win, and he needs a dominant win against Colby Covington. Otherwise, I mean, there are other fights for him in the welterweight division, but he might as well step away and, and open Tyron Woodley's school of mixed martial arts or wrestling or do a bunch of seminars. I guarantee you he's not hurting for money. He, he doesn't seem like a guy who's blown a lot of cash. But he does have some money. He's got the, the sponsorships with uh, companies like Monster. He'll be okay, but he needs this win if he ever wants to be uh, the champion again. And I think that he can very easily become the champion again. A motivated Kamaru Usman, the same Kamaru Usman that fought Robbie Lawler. Uh, I'm sorry, not Kamaru Usman. The same Tyron Woodley who fought Robbie Lawler uh, was not the guy that showed up against Kamaru Usman or Gilbert Burns. That Tyron Woodley dusts Kamaru Usman. He dusts Gilbert Burns. Um, just a feeling. Although Kamaru Usman, um, he's a bad man. He he is a bad, bad man, and he is the champion for a very good reason. But he didn't fight the same um, Robbie, uh, the same Tyron Woodley that fought Robbie Lawler, um, the same one that fought uh, Don Young Kim. You know, they just weren't the same dudes. But at that point in his career, he was fighting to continue to be the champion uh, versus to, I don't know, to do anything else. And so his fights against Kamaru Usman and his fights with Gilbert Burns were definitely not my favorite performances from uh, the former champion, um, Tyron Woodley. Now, that being said, Colby Covington is nobody's bitch, all right? Uh, his two losses... Uh, one of them against the former champion. That was a doctor stoppage. Um, his jaw had been broken throughout the fight. And so, you know, like I think it was like in the third round, he, he got the, the punch that broke the jaw. He was fighting with a broken jaw, all right? And before that, his last loss was against Worley Alves in 2015. That was on the Aldo McGregor card. So we're going back a long time uh, for a loss previous to that. But... He has fought a murderer's row, and he has won. He's won by decision or TKO, but he has won because he's a damn good fighter, and he does what he needs to do to win. He's he's a decision fighter, though. So, you know, he's we know he's got good, uh, great cardio, but I don't think anyone thinks that he's going to knock out Tyron Woodley. There's a really good chance Tyron Woodley knocks him out. I mean, his win against Robbie Lawler was a decision. Tyron Woodley's win over Robbie Lawler... I feel really set up um, everything Robbie Lawler has done after that uh, with his knockout um, from Tyron Woodley. Like, Tyron Woodley created the trend of Robbie Lawler that, that we've seen since then. Robbie Lawler isn't the same fighter that stepped into the ring with Tyron Woodley. And I think that um, if he goes in there, if Tyron Woodley goes in uh, with the intention of separating um, 
Mr. Uh, Mr. Covington from his consciousness. He can do it. I think his wrestling is good enough uh, that whatever it is that Colby Covington is going to try and do wrestling-wise, um, he's not going to be able to do anything. I don't think that anyone is really worried about um, Colby Covington Colby Covington knocking out Tyron Woodley. I think Tyron Woodley takes it handedly. All right, there you go. I think if Tyron Woodley comes out to to do to Colby Covington what he did to Robbie Lawler, then you're looking at a completely different. Um, I mean, you're, you're you're definitely talking about a Tyron Woodley who's back into title contention. All right. Um, by the way, uh, Colby Covington did beat Robbie Lawler. He won by decision, but Robbie Lawler's um, last fight that wasn't uh, a decision uh, was his knockout loss to uh, Tyrone Woodley. All right. Oh, I apologize. There was the Ben Askren fight where he uh, he got caught in the bulldog choke um, after almost separating Ben Askren from his consciousness, by the way. So nothing against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler punches really hard, and he's been in some very serious wars. Uh, his fight with Rory McDonald is one of the greatest fights of all time. Um, and so I'll, I'll give that to him a uh, hundred, you know, a hundred days out of a hundred. He is a bad motherfucker who will break my head. That being said, um, yeah, Colby Covington will get this loss. I'm positive, but I'm excited.